Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are currently live right now, and you are watching, listening to Real Talk with Matt and... Carrie. Carrie. Babe, you look so pretty today. Thanks. I, um, I especially love that little, like, is it a top knot? It's just a little bun. A little bun. I like when you do the big buns. You know, I did a big bun last week, and yeah. I, my head hurt for three days. Well, so it's true. It was I, bruised, I think. I like big buns. <laughs> And you cannot lie. And I cannot lie. You <laughs> know, some work. other brothers. They can deny. They can deny. But <laughs> anyway. That's yeah, where you anyway. got to draw the line. I got to draw that. the line. I got to stop right there. <laughs> hey, guys, if uh, if you're joining us um, live right now, go ahead and like and share this video. If you're joining us later, um, be sure to like our page to stay up to date with everything that we're yeah. doing. Um, the conversations that we're having, the real talk that's going on. And, um, and of course, you know, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, and we'd right? love to hear from you what yeah. you want to hear about or what we you want to talk about. We want to hear what you want to talk about. Yeah. Talk about that. That's good. Talk, talk about, about it. that. Well, we want to talk about what people want to hear about. So yeah, we, we don't. We need you to let us know. Please let us know. What would you like to hear us talk about, okay? Yeah. Again, we do not consider ourselves experts, but no. we do have some experiences in life, okay? Um, if you don't know what experiences we have, we have been married for almost 20 years. Yep, almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, last week, we have officially been parenting for 17 years, um, and we've also been leading in. Uh, church life specifically yeah. for uh for nearly 20 years yeah. as well you know babe i was thinking deal. we had some friends talking about their anniversary and doing like year one is this i don't even know what they are but mm. they were saying like year five is wood and we never did that we never gave each other gifts based on which anniversary mostly because we didn't have any money yeah I, but also i i wanted to let you know that the 20 year anniversary gift is actually vacationing in hawaii so just in case you were that's wondering, not, that's not real. Hawaii is the, for the twentieth anniversary. Can somebody can somebody look that up and see what the twenty year gift is? Because I just Hawaii. don't. I do not believe Hawaii. That's what it is. I believe it, babe. What are we talking about today, babe? You know what? I maybe I, we should have called this real talk with babe. But yeah, we could have. <laughs> we could have absolutely done that. But here's the deal. Here's what we're going to talk about today, because something that we do twice a year, and uh, and we do it with in uh, within the life of our church, yeah. is um, is we fast. Yeah. Okay, we do fasting and prayer specifically, and so we were talking about that because we kicked off our fast 21 days yesterday, and um, and and so as we were talking about fasting, as we were talking about prayer, um, we were kind of thinking about okay, what would we um, what would we talk about on this podcast specifically today? And the question came up because from the very first fast you did, was yep. the very first fast you did? Yeah, the very first fast. Talk I about did. it. What's the question? So, okay, when I was, man, what would I have been, 19? Yeah. I really, really, really wanted to get married. No 19 year olds out there want to get married. And I just was, I felt like I was ready. You, I didn't know anything yet. You were ready. But I decided that I was going to fast for 40 days. And I told the Lord, I'm going to fast for 40 days. And at the end of this 40 days, I want to know who I'm going to marry. 
I, I was pretty bold when I was 19, apparently. Yeah. And I thought I was much more ready than I actually was. Yeah. But so I decided to fast sugar. It was the first time I'd ever done that. So I cut out all sugar for 40 days, okay? Talk about sugar because it's not like... It wasn't just sweets. Not it was natural like, sugar. No, like it was you, like every any added sugar, okay? So I did this fast and I was praying about it. And at the beginning of this fast, I really didn't like you at all. You know that already, right? So I didn't like him. And throughout the course, like we didn't like each other. I, I even like told her. him, he told somebody that he was going to marry me. You did tell somebody that. And I, I said to you, I was in Singapore. And I remember. I was on the phone and I said. You called me from Singapore. That's how much you missed me. Don't ever tell anybody no, 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 that no, no. we're going to get married. Let, hold on. Time out. Let's, let's think about this. She was literally on the other side of the world and called me. I've never thought about this until right now. I was so angry. You that called you me from that. Singapore know, to remember. tell me you hated me. I was me. probably telling you guys to do something. I was his That's boss the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Anyways, so I literally have never thought about that until this moment. I remember we were in this apartment in Singapore and I was like, don't ever tell people that. Anyways, so. And I was just like, okay, girl. Okay, girl. <laughs> Subconsciously thinking, <laughs> you're calling me from Singapore. We're about to live the rest of our lives together. But throughout anyway. the course of this fast, um, I started to develop some feelings for you. Mm -hmm. And I was, I remember I told my mom, I was like, I think I like someone I shouldn't like. And, but I was <laughs> fasting about it. And then literally, I think the day my fast ended, it was December 15th. You asked me out on a date. Yeah. And it I was. said yes. And then we went to our first date and I said, What are your intentions? I want to get married. Well that's that's more <laughs> that's 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 for another time. We'll we'll I talk about that at another time. We'll talk about the first date but, another time. But here's I wanna address something okay. real quick because it kind of like if you're not familiar with fasting, you might have heard you might have heard it from this lens, through this lens or filter of you fast to get what you want. Right. You don't fast to get what you want. You fast to uh, really be okay with what it is that God wants. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really. And, and what he did really was open my eyes to an opportunity that, that I you wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was really aligning myself with, with his will. Yeah. But it started us thinking about. Yeah. Is there one person for everyone? Is there only Is there one only person one for everyone? Person? And what if you miss it? And, and so we started to have yeah. this conversation, like, what do we believe yeah. about is there is there only one person yeah. uh, for everyone? And so we want to talk yeah, about that today. Yeah, we want to talk about that. So, um, so I think there's two ways to think about this. Number one, if you aren't married yet. I know I've had people say, I don't want to pick the wrong person or I don't want to. How do Which I you know certainly if I find don't the want right to pick person? the wrong person? No, you don't. How, what are some signs that it might be the wrong person? Well, so ours are going to be a little bit like they're going to be biased toward, you know, people who are believers. So, right. uh, because we're pastors, if you don't know that, we pastor a church in mm -hmm. Lincoln, Nebraska. So everything we do is going to be through the lens and the filter of, of the Bible, of, right. um, you know, what we believe God would say to us. So uh, the first thing that we always say to look for is somebody who loves Jesus more right. than they love you. Yeah. Because if they don't love Jesus more than they love you, um, when things get bad, well, it's trouble. It's it's trouble, and we've we've got talks on that. So yeah. if you want to well, know one more one about that, we can talk about with that. With that, I always say, if you can find somebody who hears the voice of God and obeys, yeah, 
That is because you and I were not perfect when we got married. We made a lot of mistakes and continue to make mistakes. But one thing I know mm-hmm. about you is that you hear the voice of God and you obey. Well, I do, yeah. And mm-hmm. eventually. Eventually. And so I can trust God that he's going to do in you what he needs to do in you, and I don't have to be worried about it. But if you were a person who didn't listen to the voice of God, didn't value time in God's presence, yeah. then you might not be the right guy. Sure. And I might not be the right girl if that was me. But, right. but if you're not married yet, you have a choice. Another thing we always look at is, do you make each other better? Do you make each other better? This is a big one because yeah. a lot of times there are people who say they love Jesus, um, but they don't make each other better. Like right. instead of instead of pushing you toward your purpose, you pull away from mm-hmm. pull somebody away from your purpose. For instance. Um, you know, like you shouldn't stop pursuing what God placed in your heart to pursue um, in order to pursue a, another person. Yeah. It should you should complement one one another, come alongside one another, make each other better, and and really celebrate. Yeah, celebrate one another, one another, and your unique giftedness and, and purpose. And not, and this is one that's not popular in our culture. Uh-oh. But you shouldn't compromise your purity. Mm. I'll just let that sit there for a minute. You should not say that again. You shouldn't compromise your purity in relationships. But what about what about the what about the person that says, "Well, you know, we're gonna get married." Well, then go ahead and, and get married. Oh, okay. I thought you okay. So, go ahead and get married. Go ahead and get I married. I mean, the thing is, and we need to talk about what what the act of intimacy. And being together, what that actually is. There's another is. podcast idea. But yeah, we, we got to do that one because understanding the way that God designed sex is really important. And I think if you understood it, you'd be more valuable. You'd value it more. And, and it would be, honestly, your sex would be better. Yeah. Too. It so we, really need, we need to talk we about We should that. talk more about sex. I love talking I mean, about I sex. I feel like it always comes up somehow. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? You know, one thing I do want to address, though, this is kind of funny. Yeah. I remember when I was not dating yet, but I was really trying to pursue somebody that God had. I was like, God, who is it? And I was so afraid God was going to make me marry someone that was gross. <laughs> and you didn't, Lo and behold. you didn't really have to deal with this because you were dating someone right before Watch we started it. dating. Watch it. We're not talking about that. Just saying. But I was single for a while. Have you guys noticed how often she throws me under the bus? I love you. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't a knock. You no, were. No, no. Fair so enough. I was enough, single for a while. And so I remember when I was in Scotland, I don't think I saw one attractive person when I lived there oh. and that was single, like a single guy. Okay. You know? And okay. I was like, oh, don't let it be that guy. Don't let it be. God's not going to make you marry someone that you're not attracted to. So while we're talking about like, hey, do they love the Lord? Do you make each other better? I mean, you're also going to be attracted to that person. That's a big deal. Is this you telling me you're attracted to me? <laughs> Well, it, you've grown on me. I literally have <laughs> never heard this. This is awesome. This is awesome. You're so crazy. Okay. I can't so believe So what it. if you are married? Okay. And you're afraid you married the wrong one. What would you say? Mm. Well, here's what we tell people all the time. 
we, we always tell people, don't worry so much about whether or not you married the right one as you worry about you being the right one. Right. And so our encouragement, because we've, we've counseled many couples over the years who feel like, I think I missed it. I think I married the wrong person. Right. Um, I don't know that you necessarily did marry the wrong person as much as your focus should be not, did I marry the right person as it should be? Let me become the right person. Mm-hmm. Is that... Is yeah. that fair? Well, and also... I think that's what we would say to people. And I think we would say, hey, if you're married, that's the mm-hmm. one. Absolutely. Because you're in covenant relationship with one yeah. another, and that's a big deal. And there's opportunity for God to restore and redeem and mm-hmm. make all things right. When, Like you said, when we got married, we were not perfect. Mm-hmm. And we no, still aren't. No. We're still we're still becoming more and more every day. Yeah. But um, but it's really, it's really that idea of I got to become who I'm called to right. be, you become who you're called to be, and you can't fix me and I can't fix you. That's hard too. I, I know that you and I have both met with a lot of couples mm-hmm. um, and, and really individuals who are so frustrated with their spouse. Sure. Um, and a lot of times, and especially in the church, it's because one member of the couple. It's usually the man. It isn't. It, it's pers- usually the man, right? Isn't really pursuing the Lord or pursuing mm-hmm. a relationship. And the, and the wife is like, how do I get him in? How do I get him involved? And this sounds so cliche, but man, if you can pray for your spouse every yeah. day, God will change their heart. We well, can trust God to do the work of changing your spouse because guess what? It's not your job. And honestly, <laughs> it was your prayers that really that really did a lot of work in me because well, I, I yeah. wasn't always I wasn't always motivated. Mm-hmm. I wasn't always pursuing purpose. Right. There were there were a lot of years that you spent really frustrated and worried. Okay, mm-hmm. did I marry the right guy? Right. You've asked that question before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did I marry the right person? Um, God, is this really what you had for me? You know, and really had some questions. And right. so, I mean, it's not just like you, you just, you look at some marriages and you think, oh, they got it going on. Um, but it didn't always go there. No. It didn't start there. And right? I nagged you for a long time. You were a nag girl. I was. Oh my I gosh. used to say, did you pray today? Did you read your Bible today? And I used to say, shut up. Yeah. I mean, it just didn't help anything. No, it didn't help a thing. But when I started praying about it, mm-hmm. instead of nagging about it, mm-hmm. it really made a big deal. But it's because, <laughs> it's because I, when you pray for your spouse, yeah. you're praying covenantal prayers. Absolutely. Like prayers that are founded and based in covenant. And so that matters to God. Yeah. And so I just, oh, hello. I just think that that is something that is is so important to remember that it's not my job to fix you. It's not your job to fix me. But when we can focus on ourselves. It's my job. It's my responsibility to focus on me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and at the end of the day, like I say that in marriage counseling, sometimes and guys are like, yeah, it's my job and my responsibility to focus on me. Mm-hmm. And I would challenge you man up and be honest about it. Okay. Don't use that as a cop out so that your wife, you know, stops nagging. No, you be man enough to step up yeah. and really take responsibility for your own soul and do your part. Yeah, and um, we just That's, had a question. We love you. That's my challenge. We just had a question. Did you tell him that you were praying for him, or did he know, or, or was it just between you and God? And really, it was just, I don't think I really told you mm-hmm. a lot that I was praying for you to get it together. No. <laughs> I mean, essentially, that's but what you're I really, praying But I really, I was praying, but I was also trying to encourage mm-hmm. you um, and affirm you in yeah. what, what you were called to do and, and who you are. I, I know there were times, and we've told the stories before, but I would say, hey, 
that's old Matt. Like yeah. that's not who you are anymore. Like yeah. I, I know that there's more in you than that. And, and it was in the right timing. You know sure. what I mean? Um, but, but we do that for each other yeah. as well. Yeah. You know, it, it goes, it really does go both ways. Um, <clears throat> well, and I've had seasons where I'm not at my best Yeah. and you challenge, you challenge me a lot verbally. I mean, I'm yeah. sure you're praying for me as well, but you know, also saying, Hey, what's going on, you know, yeah. and, and communicating. We go back to that every podcast, every it's single one. It's the key. Um, but really trusting God with, with one another. I so, think. so we're getting, we're getting into a lot of, a lot of stuff. We love the questions. And if you've got questions, throw them our way, but we want, we want to answer the question and we want to talk about for just a minute, what we really believe about, is there only one for everyone? Mm-hmm. So I believe that when you're pursuing God, and when you're looking for his best, I think he has one person for you. I do. Do you believe that? You don't believe that? I believe that when you're pursuing God and, uh, and you're, you're, you know, you're going after his best, that he will show you the one. But I do think, here's the thing. I think that in different seasons of your life, it's not like, hey, man, you know, you really screwed up in, in that season. And so, and, and you came across the one and you missed it. So you're done. Right. No, I you know? agree. Yeah, you're right. Like you're, you're done. Or if you, if you chose, if you chose to get married in, in, in a certain season of life where maybe you weren't, you know, pursuing the Lord mm-hmm. and you think, oh my gosh, was that not the one? No, if you're married now, that's the one. Right. Right. But also, I don't think that God, God redeems all things. He right. really does. And so I think that there, you know. Um, I think you can have any marriage be healthy and strong. And you can accomplish what God's called you to do in that marriage because God redeems. Yeah. And even if you got married, totally not living for the Lord, met and crazy places, did crazy things, and then landed in church and trying to move forward together. I think God blesses that. Absolutely. Because it's still a covenant. It's still Absolutely. a relationship. And, and here's the bottom line. If you're, if you're listening to this, watching this, and, and uh, you're wondering, oh, my gosh, I want to I wanna marry the one. I don't want to miss it. Listen, I think just by way of the fact that you're considering, I don't want to miss it. Yeah. I think God's grace is on your life. Yeah, I agree. You know? And, uh, and I think you want to look at a couple of things. Does this person love the Lord more than they love me? Are they interested in pursuing purpose alongside me? And do they make me better? Yeah. You know, I think that's the bottom line. Like, do I laugh more when I'm, when I'm with them? Do I feel like, do I, do I feel encouraged with them when I'm do with them? Do I feel well. safe? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I, I've seen some people, we've seen some people think, oh, well, God put us together. And even though we don't like each other, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> we guys. really are miserable. You yeah. know, hey, let's get things together. I think, I think that's it. And I think that the bottom line is the Lord redeems our relationships. And so whether you aren't married yet or whether you are, trust the Lord to provide the right person, the right relationship and to do his work in your yourself and yeah. the people that you're in relationship with. I think with. that's beautiful. And I think that when you do that, we believe firmly that um, that that God will bring the one that you're supposed to be with yeah. for the rest of your life. The the teaching that um, that that I lay out for our kids when uh, when we've talked to them about sex and marriage and, and relationships is um, is, is, is in Genesis and it's one wife for life. Okay. One wife for life. As a man, I'm called to have one wife for life. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so I guess that opens a whole nother can of worms. Like, you know, um, 
What if I died? What what if or what if I'm divorced? Yeah. What if you, you know? get divorced? And but that's the God is a God redeemer. God redeems, redeems all things, yeah. guys. There's grace that covers a yep. multitude of sin, shortcomings and failures. So what we want you to do is lean into that relationship and um, and and realize that the person that you are married to, if you're a man, the woman you're married to, if you're a woman, the man that you're married to, that is your one. The one. That's your one. That's it. And that's it. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely, guys. <laughs> Listen, the real the real deal with this podcast is Carrie needed to reveal the fact that she was in love with me even when she went to Singapore. Mm -hmm. That's what I learned today. I wasn't in love yes, with you. Yes, you were. Babe, you called me from Singapore. How many other spouses out there can say, I called my future spouse from Singapore? I think I was Singapore. bringing correction. <laughs> there you have it, folks. That is marriage at its finest. Guys, listen, thanks for joining us. This has been Real Talk with Matt and... Carrie. We'll see you next week.